In today's episode, I spoke with Alex Verdon about product marketing, feature launches, and marketing leadership. Alex is the director of product marketing at Metadata and has been crushing the marketing game for over 10 years now. So we are very excited to learn from her experience. Let's dive right into the episode. All right. So I, I want to start more with a, a general take from you, something that is more timely that's come about recently with the Twitter rebrand to X. I just want to really quick pick your brain on thoughts on this from a branding perspective, but also through the lens of like a product marketer. What are the, is this a nightmare to you? Would this be if you were on the, on that team or do you like it? Where, where do you lean with that? Yeah, I, I think it's a nightmare. Um, I recently posted something on LinkedIn about the uh, UX of it all, where X was branded in some areas and Twitter was still in others. And uh, if you're going to do a brand rollout, you got to have everything kind of buttoned up on day one. Otherwise, people dismiss it or just, you know, pass it aside. So, uh, you know, Elon's got, got a lot of work to do with X slash Twitter. And uh, yeah, that was a miss for me on that one. From the product marketing side, when you're working through like a, a brand exercise like this, where you're shifting things totally, what would be some of the things that a product marketer might have been able to help out with there? Totally. Aligning the go-to-market team on the different milestones we need to hit, what kind of documentation we need to have, uh, working across a racy framework and making sure everything's organized to really have control of that launch. So when, you know, you, t you flip the button on, everything's kind of buttoned up, teams are enabled, content's written, the press releases are going out. Um, and not having things be haphazard. So really, you know, a centralized glue, but also managing the entire launch day to make sure everything's kind of firing as it should be. I, so let's let's talk more product marketing today and dive even deeper in there with your expertise. But we'll we'll kind of start at, at a baseline there as well from from the product marketing lens. So I think this is one of those roles where when I started in marketing about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it existed, but I didn't really hear about it for like three or four years. And then it started happening more and more where I'd come across a product marketer at a SaaS company or whatever. And now it seems like this is one of those roles where product marketing is one of the most important roles that you hire for first, which was not always the case in my experience earlier on. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on evolution of why you think product marketing has become more important, more frequent, more common? Yeah, it's such a critical role to get other teams involved in um, what the business is doing and the business objectives and what it, what a company is rolling out. And, you know, to your point, I, I started marketing about 10 years ago and there was always doing some aspect of product marketing. And I realized, oh, I've always kind of been doing it, even in previous roles in demand gen and uh, campaign marketing. And then all of a sudden, yeah, product marketing roles were everywhere. I think when companies have to be so clear and crisp around how they're differentiated, how their product works, um, you know, purse strings are kind of tight at the moment. You really need a product marketer come in, assess the situation, do some of that research and outreach and understanding of a market position and then help bring teams together to kind of, you know, go to market with one shared voice, one shared message, maintain things like the brand, the identity, um, and just be really smart with how, um, 
how a how a brand is perceived in these times where you know everybody's CFO is kind of managing the marketing budget. When when people come to you and don't know anything about product marketing, um, I, I from experience like I know how frustrating that can be and how little people really know. even people that are hiring for product marketing <laughs> often you'll just be like how, do you actually know what you're hiring for what this is. Uh, what do you think is the the main difference between what people think product marketers do and what product marketers actually do? Yeah, I think a lot of people want to put product marketing in the role of making the one pager, the slide, you know, kind of like the collateral factory. And really, we can do so much more than that. And we can be strategic. We can run projects like pricing and packaging or category creation. We can support at the executive level, things like that. So. Um, little pro tip for product marketers. I always like to come in to a new role, have a deck, kind of go around to each of the different go-to-market leaders, talk with them, share with them what product marketing does, understand what their pain points are, and then put together a plan for how we work together as a as a go-to-market team with product marketing kind of at that centralized uh, position. Well, walk us through that a little bit more. What what does that whole process look like of of using this pitch deck and how do you get buy-in? Yeah. So a lot of it's active listening, to be perfectly honest. There's, you know, sometimes you'll meet with maybe a head of product and there's some overlap between what product marketing could do and what our product manager could do. Or maybe enablement, sales enablement is already in place and, you know, that could be stepping on some toes. So it's really active listening to understand where are their gaps, where are things that a product marketer could take over perhaps, or, um, you know, be a consultant for and really then fleshing out a plan when it comes to not only launches, but brand, category creation, content production, and then meeting with the executive leadership team, running them through that and kind of being off to the races and tweaking as you go. So I really like to keep an open dialogue with all of my partners on the go-to-market team and make sure you know we're pivoting or we're innovating or we're keeping things the same that are working. You you'd brought up earlier how um, products, there's always some sort of product marketing work that needs to be done, even if you don't think of it as that, through that lens. Um, mm -hmm. But through your experience now, knowing what you know, having hired a bunch of people, having been hired yourself and run different teams, when do you think is generally the right time to start looking into hiring a product marketer? Or like, how long do you think you should wait? Or should it be very quickly you should do that if you're building a startup? What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think it's one of the initial roles. And um, you know, if you're a founder and you're looking for your first head of marketing, consider hiring a product marketer first and helping them build out the team of other marketers that come or getting consultants, but definitely one of the first three hires. Otherwise, you might get too far down the road with um, some things that are really a, a go-to-market opportunity and uh, would maybe want somebody to be quarterbacking that and uh, your team doesn't quite have uh, the right mix of marketing disciplines in there. So I, I would definitely say it's an early hire for sure. Yeah, that's that's one of those um, underrated factors or skills for an early marketing hire is just being able to lead a project, which you don't even think about. But um, if you were coming onto a team that the product was highly technical, let's say it's you know cybersecurity or something that maybe even out of your wheelhouse you haven't worked on before, what are what would be like the general process you would replicate for taking these high, more highly technical features and trying to extrapolate on the benefits from them or, or expand on the benefits that you see therein? Do you have 
kind of any frameworks for communicating product value clearly? Yeah, I would say first and foremost, get to know the platform, the product. You don't need to be a, a user. You know, sometimes it you might not be have the background in order to even use the the product, but get to know the product, the ins and outs of it, and then be a sponge and listen to the communities that are out there around that product or industry, your customers, prospect calls, like really hear what's going on and, um, you know, interview internal stakeholders, but really try to absorb as much as you can, triangulate key themes and test. You know, I can't recommend enough pulling pieces together and kind of iterating on what those those pieces are, especially for a technical level of um, like a technical product. You really should be able to talk simplest form value and then let, you know, your sales engineer or uh, someone else get into the nitty gritty. But really, you need to be able to convey the value. And you kind of can't do that if you don't understand, you know, what the community and users are saying and then how the platform works and maybe what are the key features and roadmap features that you need to know a little bit more about? Yeah, keeping along that thread of communicating clearly, that's obviously when you're, when you're launching anything new or going to market with, with a new product line, you have to lead with clarity. Um, and I think that's probably the main function that, at least from my perspective, most people think product marketer, oh, you're doing product launches. That's like your mm-hmm. main thing. Uh, that that may not necessarily be fully true, but certainly uh, a part, a big part of it. With your ideology around product launches, do you have any kind of framework or specific process approach that you do check one, two, three, four, five in a row when you're doing a product launch that you know it's going to be successful, or does it just is it massively different every time? No, we definitely try to keep a process around. Uh, so we'll tier each feature launches, you know, what's a tier one, which is going to be our big splash, something we need training and messaging and ads and all of this kind of jazz. And then what's just a a release that maybe we need to put a pendo push out. So really being diligent with uh, the amount that you as a product marketer can take on, how to align what's coming up from a launch perspective into the larger brand narrative um, and working with across the teams uh, to really make sure everybody kind of has what they need by the time it's ready for launch. And then, you know, using something as simple as a racy framework to make sure along that timeline, whether it's eight weeks, four weeks, whatever till release, every team kind of knows where they need to be accountable or they need to review or do something to keep pushing things forward. And um, those two simple frameworks really help keep everything kind of moving. And then, of course, things come up, you know, working at a startup, you might have a pivot or a new initiative that you need to put your eyes on and um, or like a new content launch or things that aren't even in the feature or the platform. So, you know, keeping it simple, but also a repeatable process is really important. Do any examples come to mind from past launches that you've done of particularly interesting or unique things that you've done to create buzz around a launch? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, actually, um, my first role in product marketing at a company called Everfy, which uh, is an ed tech solution, we partnered with um, enterprise organizations like the NFL and MLB and the ADL and so we do these really large activations where we'd maybe get a football player or bring in the Stanley Cup. And so 
that was really cool um, from just like a buzz perspective. I haven't really done things that are quite that big, but here at Metadata, we're kind of always experimenting with fun ideas or events or contests. So uh, a little bit different, more on the B2B lane. But um, yeah, we do a lot of exciting launches here too, which um, which is fun in their own way. But the, the uh, Stanley Cup coming for one of our launches was awesome. You mentioned the, the B2B side being a little bit different. What are some examples of maybe differences there on, on a product launch? Is, is maybe it's more conservative or um, but what, what would be some of the differences there between a B2B versus B2C approach for a product launch? Yeah, I think making sure that you have the documentation, you can back up the launch with how um, it, it's going to be useful or memorable to your audience is super important in a way that maybe B2C see is much more buzzy or straightforward or, you know, kind of click to purchase. Um, just making sure you have all your ducks in a row from a, a feature scope perspective and um, putting putting it out into market, I would say it's a little more, um, it, there's a lot more c- components to it, I would say. Is there, is there anything through product launches that you feel like often gets overlooked? Yes, I would say. <laughs> Sometimes internal enablement can get overlooked a little bit or making sure, you know, the positioning of it for your internal folks. We spend a lot of time on what's the web page going to look like or what's the ad going to look like or the event or um, the pop up in in the platform. But spending time making sure uh, your customer success team, your sales team really knows how to talk about the feature. It doesn't sound like they're reading bullets off of a sheet of paper is super important. And sometimes it just uh, gets overlooked or assume that people know, uh, you know, how to, how to position it. Yeah. Firsthand seeing how tough that can be to get everybody bought in and, and participate in those. I, I want to shift a little bit toward the leadership side of product marketing as well and talk through a little bit more of team building and kind of what goes into a great product marketing team. So initially your thoughts there on what a great product marketing team actually looks like, maybe what roles, different roles within that team would, would be needed to succeed? Yeah. So I've, um, I've always been either the first product marketer um, or on just a, a very small team. Um, so my perspective is you can do a lot of things as a solo product marketer, but make sure that you have, you know, maybe a consultant or another person on your team to help with content um, to help with uh, design, things like that. And then for building out a team, um, really understand how you want to go to market. Are you going to market by vertical? Are you going by feature? Um, are you going by, you know, somebody's working closely with sales and new business and somebody's working with CS? Like, understand how the business is going to best be impacted by the different areas of product marketing and then set up your team in a way that aligns with the business need and kind of how you're uh, going to market. So um, previously, I've had, you know, distinct portfolios covered by a particular product marketer um, or saying to a product marketer, hey, you go tackle what customer success needs. Uh, we really need an emphasis on churn. So we're really going to have to work hard with our, our CS partners and I'll take new business. So um, making sure you're aligned with 
what's going to make the team productive. And again, like I mentioned at the top of the call, get you out of the collateral making factory and more into a strategic role where you can be a good partner to uh, the teams that you're working with across go-to-market. Specifically with like, you've talked a lot about blending the different departments in in various ways. You have to work with these other people or else it's just not going to work. Everybody has to be enabled and bought in. Specifically with the product team, what do you think a marketer's relationship with the product team should look like on a daily, weekly basis? Yeah, a close relationship with a product manager is always a great way to just make sure you're aware of what's coming, any pivots that can change. I meet regularly with our PMs here at Metadata to really understand the roadmap and what's coming out and to also information share with what we're going to do when it comes to market and how we're going to be storytelling and um, supporting them with betas, things like that. So it really should be a close relationship um, with a clear understanding of kind of where the different roles start and stop. On an individual level, what what do you think is the difference between a good product marketer and like a top 1%? I always want to work with that product marketer type person. Yeah. I would say a natural ability to remain curious and open-minded and uh, to be able to use both right and left brain. There's, you know, what a lot of people assume about product marketing, I think, is that it's a lot of content building, a lot of branding. But what has set product marketers apart from me is their ability to not only do a great, you know, rebrand, but also work on pricing, packaging, things that are going to take some analysis. Um, And that really just helps thread the line with product marketing, being able to have a seat at some of the more strategic level conversations and uh, support the business in a differentiated way than just um, sometimes building out content, which I feel uh, product marketing sometimes gets labeled as like a brand content role. Yeah, totally. What what about a leader? Well, kind of basically the same question, but for the manager of a product marketing team, what separates good from great? Somebody that can remove blockers um, because product marketers, they work so cross-functionally. They're in the weeds. They're going to have to push back on certain teams or ask a lot of certain, te- of certain teams during a release cycle or a, a strategic project. So removing blockers and letting each person kind of own their own role and support them with um, getting getting things done on a on a timeline because uh, you know we're only as good as what we what we are able to accomplish when the go to market team needs it and we've planned for it. Last question here, and and then we'll we'll kind of wrap things up. Sure. We ask this of everybody, but um, given that you have been in marketing for a while, you have no doubt worked with probably hundreds of martech tools, most of which. Maybe you don't even particularly use that much anymore or, or haven't liked, but I'm sure that there are a few that have stuck. So what are, what are those MarTech tools that you keep coming back to if you were starting your own company or, or had to recommend tools to a new company? What would be your tech stack across the board? Oh, gosh. Um, probably HubSpot. Um, I love them. I find them very easy. I once had to use Marketo and will never, never go down that road again. Um, and then, honestly, a tool like Asana for project management, um, Canva for any design initially. And then from a product marketing perspective, I really love Clue. So um, 
that's not a full tech stack. That's very wonky tech stack, but it's been a minute since I've uh, been no, in marketing in total. <laughs> that's, that's great. You'd be surprised how many people only use one tool. Like they only use Notion for everything somehow. I'd love to give you a chance to kind of chat about what you're working on, what's important to you right now, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. So right now at Metadata, I'm working on uh, constantly iterating on our pricing and packaging. We've done a lot of work on that this year and we'll continue to. And then we have a couple big launches coming up around um, some of the analytics and uh, lead enrichment things that we can do in the platform. So uh, this second half of the quarter is going to be pretty interesting. 